Are you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk All Around Sports. Here is your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to my 517th ever show of All Around Sports. Reach Monday at noon Eastern Time. We broadcast live from Florida to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened last week and what's ahead for this week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes to me through my website at www.iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, and bizarre news items from this past week. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. Well, my highlight of the week is Easy, which is the Boston Celtics blowout win over the Philadelphia 76ers yesterday in Game 7 at the Boston Garden, TD Bank Garden, I should say. And Jason Tatum was... Utterly spectacular in scoring 51 points, the most ever in a Game 7 in NBA history. Now that's saying something. And breaking the record set a mere two weeks ago by Steph Curry, who scored uh, who scored 50. So the Celtics-Sixers rivalry uh, is alive and well. The series certainly lived up to it, uh, went seven games. And uh, the Celtics added yet another chapter to its storied history, beating their arch rival. And these two teams have played in the most playoffs games ever. Uh, As I've been saying recently, the Seas are on a quest to take care of some unfinished business from last year and earn an NBA title uh, after losing to the Golden State Warriors last year in the NBA Finals. It was looking awfully shaky there for a while. Uh, What they did on Thursday going into Philly, down 3-2, game six. Everything seemed to be lined up for the Sixers, who had won game five in the Garden, of course, to set up to get their 3-2 lead. And it was one of the weirdest games I've ever watched, uh, where Jason Tatum basically had one field goal through three quarters, hard to believe, uh, maybe playing the worst game of his career. Uh, and then he woke up in the fourth quarter, hit four threes. And watching that, uh, a couple things came to mind. As soon as he hit the first one, I was like, okay, could the, you know, could this be it? Is this the one that's gonna, maybe going to get him going? And boy, that's exactly what happened. And... He took the Celtics uh, into the lead, practically single-handedly, with just a fourth quarter like no other. And it felt like, you know, the Sixers just kind of quit. They just kind of like, once the Celtics got the lead and Tatum hit a couple, it just felt like, you know, 
they seemed lifeless all of a sudden, and the Celtics took advantage of that. I don't know, maybe they were just so discouraged by Tatum waking up and starting to drain three-pointers. And uh, But whatever, bottom line, what I'm really saying is I can't believe the Celtics won that game. It was one of the weirdest games I feel like I've ever watched. Um, and there was moments late in third quarter, what have you, that, you know, it just felt like the 76ers were going to win the game and the series. Um, they seemed, it all seemed to be right there for them and they couldn't cash in. And then Tatum, of course, said, you know, he was embarrassed by his performance despite, uh, the fourth quarter, which was nothing short of amazing. But yesterday there was, uh, he was having none of that. He basically started off strong and showed the most emotion I've ever seen from him. Um, you know, the way he flashed his hands with the, uh, the five fingers and then the other hand with the zero as in 50 points. Uh, you know, his just uh, total emotion uh, was really something to see. It felt like yesterday he really, truly, once and for all, uh, became the leader of that team. You know, obviously he's been the best player, and Jalen Brown is one heck of a number two. Uh, and they just have that great depth. So it was just so much fun to watch. Game sevens at the Garden. There's just nothing quite like it in sports. And yesterday the crowd was. One of the loudest I've ever heard. Jalen Brown called him out, called out the crowd after game six in his Philly news conference after they won game six in the post game. He said the crowd needs to do better. And boy, were they into it yesterday. I've been to game sevens in the garden. It's just uh, special, just special. There is no other word to use to describe it. Um, So Eastern Conference finals, Celtics versus Heat, third time in four years. Uh, now that's a rivalry too. So, uh, not to mention what the Lakers, the Celtics have. So the rivalries are building to say the least. Um, that leads into my bizarre story of the week, which was basically and obviously basically the no shows in crunch time by both MVP, Joel Embiid and James Harden. Uh, you know, they basically, uh, you know, once the Celtics went on that just amazing third quarter run, I think they outscored them 33 to 10. It was unbelievable. So they were walking, you know, so they were in, had leads in the 20s throughout the fourth quarter, and it just was so over. Uh, both, you know, and Philly was just playing out the string, it seemed. Um, and the Celtics, you know, kept building their lead or maintaining their lead. They, they, they were not letting get even close to being close. Um, so yeah, the 76 there's a lot going on there. It's, I think it's going to be a, a summer of discontent down there from doc rivers and his status as the coach, uh, right through James Harden, uh, Embiid, obviously going nowhere, but his track record, he's never been to the finals, the conference finals. So that, that statistic is being aired widely today on all sports talk shows. And uh, so it's going to be uh, fascinating to watch what happens with that team. Um, I will say this, Tyrese Maxey is nothing short of amazing. Uh, 
couldn't have been more impressed with him. My low light of the week is the Phoenix Suns, a team that I like a lot. And when they got KD, Kevin Durant, I thought, you know, this team is going to be special. Uh, but again, they got blown out at home, down 30 at halftime, just like last year against the Mavs at home after a spectacular season. Uh, and they, again, this time it was the uh, Denver Nuggets doing the damage and uh, ended their season in very similar fashion to the way the season ended last year with a very disappointing Game 7 loss at home. They did fire their coach. Uh, Not exactly shocking. They have a new owner. Um, So just can't get over the hump. I mean, last year was, it felt like it was really their year. So that was just shocking. This year, they they had Kevin Durant to go along with Devin Booker. Chris Paul was hurt. DeAndre Ayton uh, had issues as well. So, but nobody was looking for to, for what happened in the game. Nobody was expecting anything close to that, and it was just so deja vuish that uh, you know it, it's getting just noticed more than you can. Uh, than usual because it's back-to-back disappointing losses. Um, But they got KD and they got Devin Booker, and that's certainly a spectacular building block. So it's going to be fascinating to watch what happens with them, uh, like the Sixers, uh, as they try to build a team that gets over the hump. Just that simple. Um, We got the Lakers and the... Nuggets, the aforementioned Nuggets, squaring off starting tomorrow night in the Western Conference Finals. LeBron and the Lakers, uh, they took out the Warriors, the defending champion Warriors, uh, pretty handily <laughs> down in, out in L.A. In Game 6, they wanted no part of Game 7 back in San, Fran- uh, San Francisco. So, uh, so they're just a different team from what they were most of the year, making ter- terrific moves at the trade deadline. Darvin Ham, their coach, doing a great job. So, And Nikola Jokic is nothing short of spectacular. I mean, I focused on the Suns and, uh, moments ago, but, you know, Jokic, Jamal Murray, uh, they got a great team there. So that against them against the Lakers, Nuggets Lakers will be fun to watch, obviously, Heat Celtics. Uh, Jimmy Butler doesn't miss that uh, shot at the end of the game last year. It's... Uh, the Heat going to the NBA Finals. Um, and when Jimmy Butler, I, know, I will never forget it, when he went up to take that shot, I thought, oh boy, this is over. Um, so good to see the Seas. I've spent decades living in Boston, and it was just great to see the Celtics moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, PGA Championship starts this week uh, up in the Rochester area of New York State, Oak Hill. It's going to be fun to watch. Nothing like a golf major. Uh, I had the good fortune to be at the Masters uh, last month, and it was spectacular. And here we go with uh, golf major number two. Uh, And Jason Day won his first tournament yesterday in at least five years or so, I believe. And good to see him back. You know, he he had, he believe, he won, I believe, a, a PGA championship 
Um, he's had a great career, but uh, hasn't won in five years. But he took care of that yesterday, holding off none other than uh, Scotty Scheffler. No, no easy task, among others. And uh, just really nice to see him back in the winner's circle. Um, uh, he's good for golf. I like him, and I hope that... Uh, you know, this helps him turn the corner and just be back in the hunt. And again, he uh, he's very capable of winning the PGA uh, if what he did over this past weekend indicates that he's getting on a roll. And what better role than winning a tournament for the first time in five years? Uh, baseball, Tampa Bay Rays, uh, just continue to look great they had a fabulously exciting weekend up at yankee stadium in new york back and forth they blew some leads the yankees to their credit were coming back aaron judge was aaron judge over the weekend and really for a series in may it was really really fun stuff to watch um you know, they're, uh, again, what the Rays are doing, the excitement down here in the Tampa Bay area is just palpable, especially with lightning going out uh, early to the Toronto uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, so basically, and even though we had the NFL draft and the schedule release, um, the Rays right now own this town, although Buck's interest, make no mistake about it, is super high. Uh, even though, you know, with the off season, hot stove, um, Tom Brady, thank Tom Brady for that. He changed the franchise. They are now just, uh, beyond relevant or a premier franchise again, thanks to Tom Brady. Uh, he brought him into the limelight and there they stay and will stay for a long, long time after they won the Super Bowl in Brady's first year down here in Tampa. And, uh, again, you cannot, uh, in addition to delivering a Super Bowl, you cannot even begin to quantify the impact Tom Brady had on the Rays. He changed that franchise forever, period. Uh, there are now a marquee franchise. It's great to see, uh, with the Bucks, And, uh, it's, again, the good times are rolling down here in Tampa Bay, despite the, uh, loss by the Lightning, the who had won two Stanley Cups recently and lost another finals. They were in the finals for three straight years, won two, lost one. Um, so it's going to be fun. The, uh, the Florida Panthers and Miami Heat are both in their uh, conference finals now. Uh, the Panthers took out the Bruins. We all know about that. Don't need to get into that anymore. Um, but they also took out the Leafs. Uh, so bottom line, the city of Miami has two teams in two sports in the finals it's a rare event but it's happening right now in miami and uh they're gonna have a fun couple of weeks down there so uh sports uh is doing quite well in the state of florida these days so now let's take our break and next up is our call-in expert ap stedham veteran multimedia personality who covers sec football and many other sports as well so don't go anywhere.
Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Bright Horizons College Coach, a team of former admissions and financial aid officers, the show takes a deep dive on subjects such as choosing the best essay topic, negotiating merit aid, and navigating the common app. Listeners will learn what really goes into college acceptance decisions from the experts who used to make them. New episodes drop Thursdays on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time here on voiceamerica.com as humans we suffer when we believe we are not good enough we are taught we must be better look better try harder and achieve more we cope with the stress and disappointment of life in ways that make us feel worse and keep us stuck in a cycle of unworthiness we don't have to live this way you don't have to live this way Kirsten and her guests will share how self-acceptance and unconditional self-love can help you break this cycle and find freedom. Listen to Giraffe Tango Octopus, Freedom for Humans, with Kirsten Johansson, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. Wish America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well, joins us. And A.P., how are you doing today? Hey, doing very well, John. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, thank you, as always, for joining us, and I know that you, like myself, was tuned in to the Celtics Sixers Game 7 yesterday from the Boston Garden. I spent most of the first segment talking about that, of course. It was well worthy of uh, an entire segment pretty much on its own. And uh, dying to hear your thoughts, AP. I know, I know you were uh, you were watching, like me. 
Yeah, John, it's amazing. In the seventh game, you're expecting something tight and close, and maybe the last few seconds, or somebody makes a little run, they win by half a dozen points or so. But to have that final large margin, and Jason Tatum sets the all-time record for points in a seventh game. I mean, that's a lot of seventh games they consider the all-time record at 51. (laughs) Yeah, that was phenomenal. So, you know, the Celtics, they've been in many seventh games in their history. So, and and they've been in seventh games against the Philadelphia 76ers through the ages. Absolutely. So, it was, yeah, so it was a big win for the Boston Celtics and onward and upward. We'll see what happens. Oh, it's going to be fun, AP. Them in the heat. This is now their third meeting in the past four years in the Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler is just playing out of his mind, uh, but so is Jason Tatum. It's going to be a great series. Those two get after it pretty well, and so it's going to be great. And AP, there's nothing like, you know, really, you and I have both been to games at the Boston Garden playoff games. Uh, I've been to game, a couple of game sevens, and there's just something about a game seven from Boston uh, yeah. On a Sunday, on a Sunday. Let me specify that. Right on a uh, Sunday. Right on a Sunday. Yeah. On a Sunday. How, how many have we in all the sporting nation in America watched Game Sevens from the Garden on Sundays? It's like a way of life. And the Celtics and Sixers have played the most playoff games of any two teams in NBA history. And uh, like you, AP, we were, I thought we were going to have a close one, uh, but. Uh, Jason Tatum and his teammates just uh, broke them in the third quarter, outscoring them 33-10. to 10. Uh, Tatum himself alone outscored the entire Sixers team, and the fourth quarter was just mop-up time, uh, which is not what you want to see in a Game 7, but hey, I'm a right. Celtics fan. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not complaining, but I'm guessing there's a right. lot of complaining going on down in Philly, boy. Yeah, that was... I mean, that is a bad, bad taste to yes. end your season with uh, being slaughtered by the Celtics on Mother's Day Sunday. But, John, I wonder how many seventh games the Celtics have played on a Sunday and then just overall. I, I don't know what that number is, but it's it's gotta, sh- it has to be – I bet it's uh, – I don't know. It's, I, I'm saying it's over 10 on a Sunday. I would think so, AP. That I'm not sure of, but they did flash a graphic that was interesting to me where um, they basically, uh, I think they said their Celtics record in game sevens is something that sounds like 29 and 10, maybe, or 29 and 7, maybe. Uh, right. But I remember, you talk about trivia, AP. I remember the game when they lost to the Orlando Magic. I believe it was the time where the, the, the team that, you know, had Dwight Howard and they went to the finals and uh, they beat the Celtics in a game seven in the garden. It was the first ever Celtic loss in a gar- in the garden in game seven. It was 10, 12, 15 years ago. Um, but I remember it like it was yesterday. It was on a Sunday night. And uh, right. so, you know, they've lost a few since then, but uh, they won a few too. And uh, so the record is pretty good. Right. Um, Game sevens, but the yeah. Sunday part I'm not sure about, but I'm pretty sure my numbers are generally accurate. There's something like 30 and 10, or maybe even 30 and 7. Uh, I think yesterday right. might have been their 30th game seven victory, if I'm not mistaken, because they, 
they flashed it during the game, but if they, if they could have flashed it the third, at the end of the third quarter and put the 30 in right there. That, it was so obviously over. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, in the crowd yesterday, AP, I mean, we've all, this is what we're talking about. We've all watched a lot of games at the Garden, luckily a couple in person. That crowd yesterday was spectacular. Jalen Brown, <clears throat> a superstar in his own right. Uh, it's not all about Jason Tatum. Uh, Jalen Brown, after game six that they won, amazingly, uh, down in Philly, he called out the Boston crowd and said, you know, they've been, quote, just okay. And he said they needed him to show up on Sunday. And boy, oh, boy. Uh it was incredible, including, by the way, you mentioned this to me in the uh, between segments, Jason Tatum's mother sitting front row. I mean, how's that for a Mother's Day gift, right? Yeah, spectacular. Yeah, couldn't, yeah it's the best, the best Mother's Day for her and her son. Yeah, it was an unbelievable historical moment. I mean, John, when you say this, the best all-time game seven point total, 51. That's Yep. Uh, the entire history of the league that's that's uh unfathomable yeah that 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 is a wow record that's a stop you in your tracks and say whoa which is what happened to me late in the game as soon as he hit uh the three-pointer of course he was just draining them all over the place all day long um to to score 51 and they said you know all-time record and that was a like did i hear what i just thought i heard it's the all-time record for points in a game seven. That's in the NBA history. That's a wow yeah. by yeah, any standard. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's not just a game, regular season, point total, or the first game of the playoffs. Or I mean, this is the crucial moment. It, it wasn't the final game, let's say, but it was a game seven in the in the playoffs that lets you advance as a team. So a game seven uh, greatest total ever. That that's that's quite a uh, feat. That's one that people are going to remember. It just is the way it happened. The fact it was a game seven. I know Steph Curry just did it two weeks ago when he scored fifty against Sacramento. But uh, they're going to remember this one as well. And uh, and it was just really uh, just so special uh, to say the least. And the crowd again really was so into it. I mean, as soon as they went live uh, and, you know, within seconds, I, I just thought, oh, this is different. You know, the crowd is really there and many shots of Julian Edelman and Bob Kraft and all this to Donnie Wahlberg, all the celebrities that typically show up. L.A. is not the only city that has celebrities showing up. <laughs> and uh, right. and so that's always fun, too, to get those cameo shots and uh no, it, it was just really, uh, again, special. I, you know, especially they were on the precipice of losing at the end of the third quarter on game, in game six down in Philly on Thursday night with Tatum having the worst game of his career. He basically said, oh, this is over. The, you know, look at the Celtics. <laughs> There's no reason to believe the Celtics are going to win. That's where everyone's head where it was at. And then Tatum woke up, drained four three-pointers. They took the lead and easily took it home from there in the last few minutes. So, uh, so yeah, it's especially sweet when you're that close to losing the series and ending your season. Right. Right. 
No yeah, doubt about I mean, it. Yeah, and when your superstar makes the points, you say, okay, he was worth all the money. Oh, absolutely. No, he yesterday, AP, he grew up more than he's ever been. And that's not to say he wasn't grown up. But he, yesterday, in my mind, he became the unquestioned leader of that team. And I mean in every way possible. His emotion was far beyond anything I've ever seen from him. And, uh, you know, on the court. Uh, and it was just great stuff. And now with him just firmly established, but you still have people like Al Horford, Jalen Brown. These guys are leaders too. But Tatum, who's been their best player for a while, yesterday, I feel, became their team leader and showed emotion like we've never seen. So it's going to be a fun series against the Heat, Jimmy Butler. It's going to be great, AP. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Miami and Boston, they have history. Yep. And it's uh, three teams in the East, very good organizations through the years. You know, Miami came along. I don't. I can't even remember when they were. They came into the league, John. Was that in the 90s, Miami? Yeah, they're not that old. I'm not sure if it was the 90s, but they still feel like a young team. Yes. And yeah, maybe maybe it was the, the 80s at some point. But uh, like I say, they're not a they're, they're a fairly young organization historically. So if you put that in perspective, I mean, as I always tell people, it's one person at the top makes a difference. You know, they had Pat Riley down there, and he he's been the leader. And uh, oh yeah. They oh, adapted well, hired good people to coach. and Yep. So, And gets the right players. And AP, I was speaking of Game 7s. I was, at, I was at a Game 7 in Miami when the year Shaq played and they won a championship. Um, and it was fabulous seeing a game at America, what was then American Airlines Arena. Game 7, I happened to be in town. It was Game 7. And me being me, I said, I got to go. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> it, it was some special. Yeah, you, if you happen to be in a city where you don't live and there's a game seven, you go, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, there, there's no not going. And uh, great yeah. takedown. Strong there. inclination, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, AP, we've come to the end of our first segment together. Great stuff. And we still have a lot to, more to get to on the other side. So don't go anywhere. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Variety Channel. 
This week, Jim and Travel stop by an offshore bull and cow dolphin tournament as they head into the deep gulf for massive grouper with Captain Jack Carlson with two conch sport fishing. Then they'll target sea ducks and whitetails on the coast of Maine and forage for cattail and autumn olive with Daniel Vitalis from Wild Fed. The Revolution is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. listening to all around sports with your host john inglesby become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net now back to the show voice america listeners welcome back to segment three of all around sports and I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788. Or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. <clears throat> Back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. And A.P., we talked Celtic basketball, their big game seven win over the Sixers at the Garden yesterday uh, in the previous segment. And uh, as we love to do, we're going to talk a little football. And last week was a big week in football because we had yet another event from the NFL. And AP, nobody in the world, uh, no league in the world creates events around things like the draft and schedule releases like the NFL, (laughs) period. Um. And, of course, as a longtime Patriot season ticket holder, uh, Bob Kraft announced the day of the schedule release, which was last Thursday evening. And it's a great day because stuff leaks out all day long, you, you know, about right. games that are going to get played. And it's really fun. It's a great sports radio type of day uh, where you're, if you're out driving and they're just saying, oh, we just, you know, this game's happening and blah, blah, blah. But uh, clearly... I read where it's already the most expensive ticket in the entire NFL season uh, for any team anywhere, which is, of course, Bob Kraft announced that Tom Brady is returning for the home opener to uh, 
for the fans to show him appreciation for the greatest career with any team in NFL history, period. Six Super Bowls. Need I say more? And it's going to be against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, that's a heck of an opener. The Eagles and Jalen Hurts, who went to the Super Bowl last year and were basically yeah. the best team throughout the course of the season. Um, but, AP, I... I Everybody's saying it's 425 game on Sunday, September 10th. That would be the Sunday after Labor Day. Um, Yes. uh, One schedule I saw was showing it at one, but whatever. I'm pretty sure it's 425. It'll be obviously a national game, but that is going to be something very, very special uh, for the Patriot fans to show their love for Tom Brady and all he did for them. Uh, Trust me when I tell you, uh, with 99.9% of the fans, everything, uh, you know, all has been forgiven for Tom Brady uh, going down to the Bucks. I don't think, I personally never thought anything needed to be forgiven, but some did. Uh, anyway, it's all good now, and that will be a spectacle of the of the highest level. Yeah, John, I, I noticed on the schedule it is 425. I'm looking at it right now. And for me, John, it's it's a personal uh, interest because of Jalen Hurts will be playing against Mac Jones that day as well, so the two Alabama quarterbacks. And then the following week it's Miami Dolphins uh, in New England for a, a Sunday night game, 8.20 p.m. And so it'll be Mac Jones against Tua Tunga Vailoa. So back-to-back weeks, it's Alabama quarterbacks uh, in New England. Spectacular. I love that. And, you know, all, all, all three are on the team at the exact same time. Correct? Yes. You yes. can imagine that. Three number one draft choices. Yeah. Or, so or, or two it. number one draft choices. And Jalen was in the second. But, you know, three three starting NFL quarterbacks on the same roster. Yeah, well, I think it's pretty obvious now Jalen should have been in the first round. <laughs> um, to, put, to put it mildly. Right, and, right. When you're looking at the quarterback position now, yes, he's one of the top quarterbacks. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, one of the top five players in the NFL, in my mind, any, at any position. Um, he had a season you dream about, and he got paid. Good for him. He deserved to get paid. And he did. And here in the offseason, not all that, a couple months ago, I believe. And uh, no, he, he's it's he's spectacular. So yeah, so that's going to be, uh, that. that's amazing that all three Alabama quarterbacks who were teammates of national championship while they were winning national championships, uh, you know, are going to be all basically uh, playing each other in Foxborough, you know, in the first two weeks. It would be weeks two and three. The home opener is this, I believe. I'm not sure if it's the first or second game of the season, but anyway. Yeah, yeah the, the home, you know, John, yeah, the home opener, John, is the tenth. You know, I was looking at that myself. Yeah. There's kind of a, I, I think, John, I'm not positive, but I, isn't there a weekend between the last exhibition game and the openers? Because I, I was looking at the uh, exhibitions, and I think there were the, the, there were a couple weeks before. Yeah, well, they they now play three games. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it, things are different now. That's for sure. Um, so it's going to be. Uh, I'm just looking here real quick. Uh, so we kind of so we get it right here. Of course, the last thing uh, the NFL said. Uh, I, I was 
Yeah, I was looking at week three. It said week three was August 24th through the 27th. Those are the three uh, preseason games. And then that first game is the, the 10th. I, I think. I don't know if it's a Thursday night game, you know, on the, um, what would that be, the 10th of the Sunday, the 9th, it's on the 7th, but it's, it says week three, August 24th through the 27th. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a little different this year. We're all getting used to that uh, when they drop from four to three preseason. Bottom line, I'm looking right at it, Philadelphia Eagles is the home opener as well as the first game of the season. So it is 425 showing on CBS. And just like you said, AP, following week, September 17th, the Dolphins come to town. And uh, and hence the three Alabama quarterbacks all playing in Foxborough in the first two weeks of the season. That is pretty cool. And AP, right. what, what quarterback is really going to be more watched in the first couple of weeks, in my mind, than Tua? I mean, every, I think everybody likes him. He's a very, very likable guy. And right. I know you. I know you like him, and uh, you've covered the team for years. Oh, yeah. You know him, for gosh sakes. But yeah. AP, I think everybody's rooting for him. I mean, you know, with the yeah. injuries last year, the concussions, the uncertainty surrounding it, um, his own admission in the off season, not just a couple months ago, where he said, you know, retirement crossed his mind, given the health. Um, but AP, I, I just feel like he's pretty much universally liked. Um, and I think everybody's rooting for him, and I think everybody's going to be really, really curious because he said he took jujitsu in the off season, literally, right. literally to learn how to fall. <laughs> you know, yes. and, uh, I know that's simplifying it, but uh, that was the gist. And you know, so his game is going to have to be a little different. It just will, but I think he can right. still be effective. I, I just think. Most football fans are rooting for him to do well, and I think everybody's going to be really curious. I know I am, and you will be as well in the first couple of weeks to see. Uh, how, number one, hoping he's not not going to get injured in any way, but more importantly, if he's changed his game a little bit, it seems like he probably has. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. He's he has a tendency sometimes to try to make a play the very last tenth of a second instead of maybe getting rid of the ball so he can protect himself. So we'll see what helps. But, John, John, I did see the game on the 7th, the Detroit Lions-Kansas uh, City Chiefs. So there is that Thursday night game. But like I said, that, that last weekend of the preseason is the 27th of August. So the next time the NFL will play would be that September 7th, uh, Kansas City hosting the Detroit Lions on a Thursday. Can, right. That will be the opener, of course, the tradition, and I've been to many, thank, uh, as this Patriot season ticket holder, uh, many opening nights on Thursday nights, because it's always the team who win the Super Bowl, opens the season, but, so, we all knew it was going to be the Chiefs, but I think a lot of people were pretty surprised it's going to be the Lions, because they always like to make the super marquee matchup, uh, you know, it's the first game of the NFL season, I mean, it's a big deal, and, uh, but the Lions, you know, and very intriguing. I mean, they burst onto the scene last year with Dan Campbell as their coach and uh, beating the Packers in that final game to knock them out of the playoffs. But unfortunately, the Lions themselves were knocked out that very same night, I believe, with Seattle Seahawks winning. But So neither team made the playoffs, but it was a, a memorable game. Uh, 
uh, and it's the first time I've thought of this, that would have been, that was Aaron Rodgers' last game in Green Bay. How's that for weird? Um, it is. That is. Very. I haven't, is. I haven't thought and, of it until now. And, and, yeah. And then, John, speaking about the, speaking about Aaron Rodgers, the Jets will be the first Monday night game, September 11th, Buffalo Bills. They'll be hosting the Buffalo Bills on that yep. September 11th. And, I was at the game the last time I think the Jets played on September 11th. It was against the Cowboys. Right, and September 11th is a day nobody ever forgets, given the terrorist attacks, especially people in New York. So that'll be an emotional game. And, yeah, looking right Right. at it, AP, uh, good pickup there because that will be uh, (laughs) – you talk about must-see TV, Aaron Rodgers' first game as a Jet (laughs) on September 11th against against – The powerhouse Buffalo Bills division rival that that is going to be, you know, two new two New York State teams. uh, All of all of the elements are in place. So that will be uh, a spectacular game. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, again, the NFL just does such a great job with the schedule release. One of the things that was new AP this year, and I'm sure you picked up on it, is, uh, you know, that now. They, uh, each team, it seems, or most of them, puts out like a schedule release video. Um, it's very clever stuff. It's, it's become like a trendy mm-hmm. thing. There had been a few in the last couple of years, and now just felt this year like a lot of people were doing it, a lot of teams. Uh, pretty clever stuff. I saw the Patriots one with Matthew Slater. It was, uh, y- you know, not over the top, pretty straightforward, which is exactly what you would expect from the Patriots. <laughs> they weren't getting right, cute, shall right. we say. I don't think the Patriots no. do cute. <laughs> um, right, no, no. And, and, John, the other thing was, you know, the last game, it has the to-be-determined the time for every right. team, the last game of the season. Yep, yeah, they got the flex thing down, and this year it's a ne- new, it's next level. Uh, because of all the, it's just impossible to tell who's going to be in that, but, uh, you know, in the hunt for playoffs on those, that final Sunday, AP, we've reached the end of our second segment together. Why don't we take our final break? Still a lot more to get to on the other side. So don't go anywhere. Birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on Voice America Variety. Millions of people do not have children. Around the world, becoming a parent may be an unrealized dream and increasingly a deliberate choice. Yet our experiences remain largely unacknowledged across cultures, families, and friendships. Unconscious bias in public and workplace policy, media narratives, and educational content often renders us invisible. New Legacy Radio reveals these missing stories through the perspectives of our community and allies. 
as we work to achieve meaningful change that recognizes our true and diverse experiences. New Legacy Radio, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to all around sports with your host john inglesby become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net now back to the show voice america listeners welcome back to the fourth and final segment of all around sports i am your host john inglesby and back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. And before we get started, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is this Wednesday's Celtics Heat Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. It's at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TNT. So, A.P., that'll be fun. We covered NBA and uh, our in the second segment, uh, last segment, we did the NFL schedule release. And, AP, I think we should kind of stick with that. Uh, you know, there's, you know, we're talking on the break about uh, the three Alabama quarterbacks. You, of course, mentioned it on the previous segment. Uh, Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungalova, um all playing in... Foxborough in the first two weeks of the season. So it'll be interesting if Bryce Young is going to join that uh, that crowd of quarterbacks. He was, of course, the number one pick of the Carolina Panthers. So it'll be interesting to see if he's uh, behind center on day one, AP. Yeah, if he's behind center day one, that would be four starting quarterbacks from the University of Alabama. We'll have to check those records. Yes, that could be a record, uh, you know, to say the least. Um, so, you know, I'm just scrolling through the schedule here. I mean, right off the bat, you know, I mean, I'm, a, I'm kind of a, as a Patriot season ticket holder, very tuned in to, obviously, the Patriots. Um, and I was looking at their schedule, and we already talked about Tom Brady being honored in the first game uh, of the year. And uh, Patriots schedule, the one that jumps right out at me, October 15th, they're playing at the Las Vegas Raiders. Coach of the Raiders, of course, is longtime assistant. Uh, Josh McDaniel is the head coach. And AP, the reason I think it's going to be extra fun, those two met last year. We all remember the end of that game. <laughs> Chandler Jones, the bonehead play of the year by the Patriots, uh, maybe right. ever uh, under Bill Belichick. But anyway, the new quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders is, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady's backup. And oh, by the way, news broke last week that Tom Brady uh, is in active discussions to get a piece of ownership of the Las Vegas Raiders. So, AP, there's a lot to chew on already there for that game. And it's in, it's oh, in Vegas. Goodness, yeah. Did I say anything more? <laughs> it's in Vegas. Right, right. I mean, the the, the Patriots' first four games, I mean, um, 
Philadelphia at home, Miami at home, at the New York Jets there in Rodgers, and then and then uh, at the fourth game will be at the Dallas Cowboys. Those are that's four exciting games to start the season. They're all marquee games. It's already the Cowboys are already set in that coveted 4:25 p.m. Eastern time slot. Patriots at Cowboys, uh, and yeah, Patriots Jets. We talked a lot about blood rivals in the Sixers and the Celtics. Well, Patriots Jets are a blood rival. We all know that there's nothing more Bill Belichick enjoys than beating the Jets, and now he's going to have Aaron Rodgers on the other side uh, facing him. And AP, the other thing that just jumped out for obvious reasons, uh, Patriots are playing in Germany, in Frankfurt, uh, November 12th versus the Indianapolis Colts. Of course, the inaugural game ever from Germany was last year. The Bucks were in it, which was cool. And they won, and that was a big game that they won that day. Um, uh, they beat the Seahawks. But, AP, uh, I think there's a couple games in Frankfurt. The NFL, of course, has previously released their uh, international schedule. But Patriots playing in Frankfurt, AP. There's, you know, there's going to be a lot of people from New England in Frankfurt. There's also going to, just like there's going to be a lot of people from New England in Las Vegas for that October 15th game against the Raiders. So, I, th- I, I think everybody in New England's going to be beefing up their travel budget, AP. I think I think so. And, and John, they have to play at the Giants and Jets Stadium twice. Right. New York Giants, November 26th. That is, uh, at first glance, that uh, I assume that's the Thanksgiving weekend day. And uh, yeah. AP, that's uh, you know that's a coveted weekend. I think. There's something about NFL football or even football in general on Thanksgiving weekend. That is often the the weekend where they play some of the most marquee games of the year. It's been that way forever. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's a that's a big ball game uh, for them. And then I just trying to get in look at the Detroit schedule or the cow well the Cowboys of course the Cowboys. It's the Washington Commanders Thanksgiving Day. Right, that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that, that that yeah, with the Thanksgiving Day games and then usually just Sunday marquee matchups, especially in that late window. Um, right. The Patriots Giants is one p.m. I'm sure there's something special uh, for the other, but yeah, that is Thanksgiving weekend. It's three days after Thanksgiving, so that'll be fun. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. What you said about Cowboys Commanders, I mean. That was one of the great robberies yeah, then, in NFL history. And then how many times has Detroit played Green Bay on Thanksgiving? It's, it's got to be a jillion times, right? A jillion, right. It, it, it never gets old, it, no. period. It just never gets old. Um, so, AP, hard to believe we've uh, come to the end of our show. It always happens so quickly. Uh, we feel like we're just getting started and we have to end it, but I want to thank you as always for calling in and great, great show and great topics, uh, Celtics and NFL schedule release. Uh, so it's going to be a fun year, AP, never a dull moment, right? No, no, never a dull moment. Really enjoyed it. And thank you for having me on the show, John. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure, AP. And as always, thank you all for listening to all around sports. And we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at noon Eastern time. 
Thanks again for tuning into All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific weekend, and we'll talk sports again next week. We'll be right back.